Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome and thank you for joining us. We were on vacation last week, so hopefully you're back with us live today. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can get us at 866-WS-RADIO. You can get us on Twitter at Real Mark Cohen or Marsha Collier. Um, you can get us on uh, Gmail with Mark and Marsha at Gmail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have a Facebook page, ComputerAndTechnologyRadio.com. Uh, Hello? Uh, yeah? Was I not moving quick enough for you? Well, there was that, and uh, we need you to come on the Facebook page, too. Hey, I just posted something on Facebook last week. Do you read my posts? Last week. Yeah, yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I do. Okay. More, right. more, more, more. Right. Okay. So did you have a attitude, great week? But is what, yeah, I had a lovely week. <laughs> no, I'm quiet. just zooming along. We only have an hour here, you know? We got oh, a lot to I talk see, about. Well, then you know what? I'll do most of the talking, and then you can listen to me, and it'll be quicker. That'll be um, fabulous. Yes, wonderful. Uh, yes, had a nice week. It was quiet. Uh, to, I was in Las Vegas last weekend, had some stuff to do down there, so that's why I wasn't on the show. And um, I hope everybody had a wonderful and nice Easter. Uh, by the way, today is the auction going on at Julian's that we had on. Uh, yeah. And I'm kind of, I bid on a couple of things. I've already been, I can now say I bid on something there because I didn't get it. Uh, it doesn't matter at this point. There was a Jimmy Stewart hand-drawn Harvey drawing. That he had drawn. I and have was, one. Do you? Okay, it was yeah, really. Yeah, I bought it years and years ago. Well, how I much can, did it go for? All right, so it was estimated to go to two to four hundred. Hey, I bought it for fifty bucks. Well, <laughs> oh, then you're going to be really happy because I went in and I got the bid. I was up to about six hundred <gasps> on the bid, and then I said, "Okay, this is enough." The final price was two thousand dollars. Holy cow, I better find it. It's in yeah, all, no you know, kidding. like where I have the Jimmy Cagney stuff and all the mm -hmm. stuff I've bought in auctions over the years because they're paper. You know, I put them between cardboard and I have right. them in boxes. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, it's going on now. So it's at <laughs> julianauctions.com. I'm waiting on another item that I bid on, which I can uh, cannot reveal at this time, of course, because of I'm trying course. to bid on it. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so it's going on today. So I'm uh, curious to see what goes on with that. And uh, and that was kind of a lot of fun. And how about you? How was your week? Oh, so much is going on this week. I got to go to the Museum of Flying in Santa Monica. Oh. I posted some pictures on Facebook. And what was, aside from it being a very cool place, they had the architectural firm that was designing the new Tom Bradley uh, area of the LAX airport. Yeah, the new And we got to see some here? of the previews and the models and what they were doing. And they had a great fashion show of vintage, um, vintage flight attendant outfits. Oh, so that's that was cool. very, very, very cool. I have to say so, that when I was at the Smithsonian with my daughter, they have a section of all, you know, air, obviously airplanes and, and all kinds of cool things there. And one of the, no, I, I take it back. It wasn't the Smithsonian. It was the Air Museum in, in Washington, D.C. And they had a, a same area where you could stand in front of a mirror to see what you look like as a flight attendant from the 50s. So is that the same kind of thing? No, no. They had the real outfits. They, it was a fashion show. Oh, current stuff. No, no, it was vintage stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what, yeah, they had the same thing there. They had the vintage outfits there, and, and they, did they tell you the things that women could and couldn't do in those days? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. Couldn't gain weight, had to be pretty, that whole thing. Yeah, well, you know, and they had to be nurses, too. We saw some of the early uniforms. 
Um, and it was pretty amazing what they were using. Oh, I, I mean, bet. W- what people actually uh, actually let us know. Yeah, the one in uh, Washington D.C. They have a um, a shuttle, one of the shuttles, and I don't think it's one that actually flew. But you walk in and you can actually see one of the shuttles that's hanging from the ceiling. Very cool. Yeah, so very, that was cool. very cool. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> uh, good. And and uh, what were you doing down there? Uh, well, I was there to see the architect stuff, and it was very cool, and to see how they're redesigning airports supposedly to make them better. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I'm not, you know, me and airports. You know, I'm always yeah. finding uh, uh, things that I don't like about airports. Mm-hmm. Well, here in Los so, Angeles, you know. they're spending what a billion dollars to redo the Bradley Terminal. Is yeah. it called yeah, the International? I Terminal. saw it. I saw yeah. it. It's amazing. It's amazing yeah. what they're doing. So. Uh, It'll be worthwhile for anybody in Los Angeles or who flies in and out of Los Angeles. Absolutely. To, to take a look at that. It's going to be pretty, pretty cool. You bet. Did you happen to see over the, during the week that Microsoft had per, no, I'm sorry, Disney had purchased LucasArts, the gaming division of LucasArts? Yeah. Well, that was something I, I had all lined up to talk about here. Oh. Um, game over, right? Yeah. I mean, they've stopped. No more. Yeah, they've stopped producing games, um, and they're licensing only. And I had an opportunity. I have someone that I that I deal with on a weekly basis, and who was formerly head up uh, one of the heads of Disney. And he said to me that the reason they're doing that is because they didn't want to spend twenty million dollars on a game, put out the money, and get that kind of return. They'd rather get the licensing rights to the game, sell those games, you know, like they did the Indiana Jones games and the Star Wars games. Now they can license them to an EA or to somebody like that and make a lot more money by doing that. So I guess. this means we're not going to see Star Wars uh, thirteen thirteen coming up, huh? <laughs> well, you might see it. You just won't see it produced. It'll be under the name LucasArts, uh, Disney, but it'll be produced by another independent, you know, and if they choose to do that. And there have been a lot of Star Wars games out and a lot of Indiana Jones games and such. So they may be out at some point. They just won't be produced by LucasArts. They'll only be licensed through LucasArts, which is kind of interesting. Oh, well, uh, too bad. <laughs> yep, life goes on. Yeah, they haven't made. They weren't making a lot of games anyway. They came out every, you know, every so often. And the gaming business is, in some degree, a little bit of uh, tumult right now. You know, with THQ closing down about a month ago, uh, Lucas Arts getting out. So you've got some big players left in there, like Electronic Arts, and you've got, uh, oh gosh, the other one here in La- Activision. But a lot of the small gaming companies just can't make it anymore. It's just too expensive these days to produce uh, uh, gaming at twenty, thirty million dollars a pop. You know, so exactly. That was now, since we had April Fool's Day last week, did you see what are the ones that you saw on the web? I posted, I think, on tech radio, uh, on the computer and technology radio, uh, Sony's April Fool's joke where they were introducing Animalia, which was uh, tech for animals. And they had pictures like of little gerbils with headphones on and oh, speakers funny. on either side of the little wheel. And they had cats with uh, headphones. It was really adorable. Oh, um, what ones did you see? Google Knows was probably the best. You know, I have to say, I don't think I paid one bit of attention to April Fool's jokes this year. I, I didn't see anything. I don't think I even looked at anything last, you know, for the first. Oh, well, I have to tell you, Google Knows I thought was great. Um, YouTube had a really fun thing going on um, that somebody announced that 
they were going to shut down YouTube in a video. Oh. And it was pretty fu- pretty funny. Uh, Gmail, Gmail Blue, uh, supposedly a new product from Gmail. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter had, uh, if you want to use vowels on Twitter, you're going to have to pay for it. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, so in, you have to. In Jeopardy, you mean? Or A-E- no, A E I O U. In oh, other okay. words, yeah, right. you can only like, tweet uh, with, with no vowels. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And, I mean, the White House even had something cute. Oh, there were so many on the web. It's almost like, eh, you know, I'm done. Enough enough of this. Virgin Did you pull had any a. Gl- no, Did you do it was no. too busy reading all these. Virgin uh, said they were introducing a glass bottomed plane. <laughs> oh, funny. That would be kind of interesting, I guess, if they could actually engineer that while you're flying, look down. I don't know how many people would want to actually yeah, do that. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'll post a link to the April Fool's Greatest Hits on the web to the Computer and Technology Radio Show, uh, show page on Facebook with one of the videos. Because it was really funny. It was really yeah. funny. That's pretty cool. So, what else? Did, oh, and so I bought a new camera. Paid yep. green money for a camera. Okay. Like, who needs another camera these days because our smartphones do such a fine job, right? That's, yeah. But when push comes to shove, a real camera where you can, like, really adjust it for those of us who are really into taking pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you like to be able to adjust things and look at things and maybe ma- go manual on a camera and use f-stops so uh samsung uh whom i love uh came out and i bought the wb50 smart camera yeah and it's a 14 megapixel digital zoom so Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool um all i can say is it's a great camera but the best part about it is it has wi-fi built into it so if you want to send your pictures automatically to skydrive or somewhere Mm -hmm. else you can do that but there's an app that if you have a Samsung phone, um, I believe there's an app coming out for iOS that you can just push a button on the camera and it sends the pictures to your phone so you can tweet them or post them to Facebook or whatever right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty so, cool. They... Yeah, I mean, and, and the camera, wait, 229 Okay. <laughs> that's all it costs. Um, and it has a 14, the sensor, um, was absolutely amazing. I took some close-up of flowers and plants and things like that. Uh, you can also set up a remote viewfinder. So if mm-hmm. you want to put the camera on a tripod or something like that, you can see the remote viewfinder in your phone. <laughs> okay. So, you know, you can move around and you can see how it's going to look from a distance. It's programmable. I paid money for this. I love it. The focus modes are great. You can edit within the camera which is kind of cool. You can adjust your sharpness. You can take image sizes all the way from 14 megapixels to 1 megapixel. And really, I just do you know, 2 megapixels. That, mm-hmm. That's about it. I, I'm not taking anything that I need poster size. All and, right. of course, you can do videos, the whole thing, single image play. So I'm highly recommending from experience Samsung's new WB50 smart camera. And it's funny because when we come back, I want to talk about... Ten things that were killed by the cell phone. And you can imagine what one of those was. Hence your conversation just now. Yeah, I I got that too. So we can talk about that together. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. This is Marsha Collier here with Mark Cohen. And we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 866-WFS-Radio, if you want to call us Marsha. I, I mentioned before about this Julian auction, and so, so I'm kind of watching it online. I have to say the Internet is an amazing creature. Because as I'm watching it online, it's like being there. Fair warning, this lot is about to close. I know, but you know, they've been, I wrote about that like the guy said when we had him on. Right. Uh, I've been right. You, you never read my books. I got that, but you yeah, right? they've been doing this for a long time, and and it's just fabulous. Yeah, it really. Great is cool. opportunities to get your hands on things that uh, people worldwide could have never seen before. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. so you do know that this week, 
was the 40th birthday of the cell phone. Did you know that? You know, I think I did see an article about that. Right. It's a big clunky one. Right. Its creator, Martin Cooper, 84, placed the first mobile call in the streets of New York City. And he called his rival, who was Joel Engel, the head of Bell Research Labs. And it was pretty much a neener, neener, neener. I'm talking from the city. So it was. And you remember how big those phones were. Oh, yeah. they were. I mean, I had a phone in my car that took up half half the back of the Corvette. <laughs> yeah, it was well, it took, they were in the trunk. The, the base was in the yeah, trunk right, in those days. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it was so, so cool. Uh, but, you know, having the cell phone is totally killed. So many cool technologies. And you have some. I know I yeah. have some. All right, let's uh, start with the Rolodex. Oh, man, I know. You know I know. Yeah, I, I loved have, my Rolodex. I know. You know, I, I had a Rolodex at my desk for years, and then I had a friend who got me the electronic Rolodex, which was available for, you know, at some point in time. Uh, and now, who needs a Rolodex? You know, you certainly don't need that, that big clunky thing that, that, you know, you flip through the, the little pieces of paper, so it was the Rolodex. Yeah, I uh, finally threw mine out, you know. I, I <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, you know, if I hadn't talked to any of those people in lo- that long, I didn't need it anymore. You know? Exactly. Uh, then you got next. Do you remember the Filofax? I had a file. That was sexy. That was that meant that you were chic if you carried around. A, it was like a moleskin. Remember? Yeah. Much the same kind of thing. Yeah. It was to help you remember meetings. Now I had a what they called a day timer. And there are still people that use the equivalent of the daytimer. I think it's now um, uh, uh, Covey. Uh, oh, God. Franklin. Franklin well, what has... I'm going to do after we're through with this, I'm uh-huh. going to tell you about the newest tech version of the daytimer. Of the daytime. So, okay, yeah, because a lot of yeah, us have yeah, so come I'm going to tell you about that after after we do this. Okay. But, how about, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. I was going to say totally the alarm clock. Do you oh, ever yeah. set an alarm clock anymore? Right. I uh, mean, nope. my phone is set, you know, it goes off Monday through Friday at eight o'clock and that's it. You know, I started taking what you would call power naps. You know, they're like 10 minute, 15 minute, 20 minute. You can't yeah. do that. No, I can do that. I can lay down and, and do that. And so now with my iPhone, which I assume you can do the same thing on your Android, I just simply go wake me up in 22 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's what I do, and it and it yeah. works out great. And um, so one, so it certainly killed the alarm clock, no question about that. Uh, it's pretty much killed GPSs too. Now, I still think the GPS in the car is far superior to using yes. a, a small one or using one in your hand. But if you don't want to spend, you know, the the couple of grand that you uh, usually would spend on something, you just use your cell phone. You know, they even have the little docks that you can put on your car and your GPS. Now, despite the fact that the iPhone had had a few issues with their mapping system, um, but you can get Google Maps on there that does exactly the same thing. And who goes out and buys them anymore? I mean, it's it's just very, very strange, I think, uh, to go out and spend three, four hundred dollars. Although I think some people still want to do that because they like the idea of having it as a dedicated item as opposed to, you know, just using it for something else. So, well, I uh, do have to tell you, I was in a car with somebody who did not have a nav system. And I use the navigation app. I'm not sure if it's Samsung or Google, mm-hmm. but put in my destinations and it was superior. It called out step by step. It was almost honestly as good as the one in the car. Mm-hmm. 
I was shocked. You didn't have to look at it. It told you where to turn, you know, in, in two blocks. You're going to do right. this. It, it was superior. Yep. So if you have a smartphone, you don't need a GPS anymore. No, you really don't. Uh, how about watches? You know, yeah, now well, I, I still care, wear a watch. You know, I, it's a fashion statement. It is a fashion statement yeah. and a very big one. You know, poo-poo to those who think, you know, oh, there's no smart. Yeah, well, if you're in there rocking uh, one of those lovely watches from Tourneau, right. people notice. People notice these days. Yeah. Because I mean, they now are. it's a jewelry. It's a piece of jewelry. Well, yeah, it it's not about seeing what time it is. And if no, you really want to know, half the half of my watches I can't even read anyway. I, You know, I, <laughs> they're either too dark or they're too light or they're this, but they look cool. And frankly, that's the most important thing. So, uh, yeah, so that was cool. You got one you want to go with? Well, wired phones. Yeah. I mean, actually, I do have a, a wired phone still in my house because I have one that I had built into the master be- bathroom mm-hmm. <laughs> right next to the, you know, throne because I thought that was an important thing to have. And, right. you know, it's not bad if the phone does ring and you happen to be there. You know, I'm not always walking around with my cell phone. Right. So, you know. And I think in case of an emergencies, a wired phone does have benefits. You know, I, because when the power goes out in the house, you lose, now forget your cell phone, but if you're using it like I am, I have all cordless phones in the house. So all of my phones work electrically. That's it, exactly. Yeah. So what, what we have to do is when we, the power does go out, we actually keep one of the old wired phones and we plug yep. it into the wall so we can talk on the phone. Yeah, uh, and my car has a satellite phone. So uh, a satellite can, phone? Yeah, it's built in in the Cadillacs, and it's a satellite phone. My my car has a telephone number. <laughs> wow, how cool is that? I know, you know, you could call me there anytime. I mean, so if you if, knew the number. <laughs> if you could take your car to the Amazon jungle, you could make That's phone it. calls. Would that That's be cheaper it. than than signing up for a uh, satellite phone when you're in the Amazon? No, but you see, the thing that makes me feel good about it is in case of it, we do live in earthquake country. We do. And if you remember, phones do go out. Yeah, absolutely. The whole shebang. You bet. So by using a satellite phone, I wish I would have had it in the Northridge quake so I could have, you know, contacted my family elsewhere and let them know I was okay. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Instead of spelling out on the backyard in lemons... I'm here. Call mom. We're okay. Yeah, yeah, which we did, and the news helicopters took pictures of it, and that's how seriously. It oh, how funny. Yeah, yeah. We spelled it out in lemons on the backyard. That's hysterical. <laughs> that reminds me of the time I was at the Stanford graduation, and there were, you know, there's probably seven thousand people in the stands, and I and you look down, and the kids are all on the ground, and one kid has a sign, "Mom, it's Mike. Look here," with an arrow pointing down. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, same kind of concept. That, that's pretty cool. All right. How okay, about now? He, well, I was going to say, I bet, depending upon the average age of our audience, and I would say if you're under the age of, you know, we have a lot of kids that listen to the show, uh, under the age of, I don't know, 20, do you know what a transistor radio is? Does anybody remember transistor? I mean, we do, of course, but transistor I have radios. to tell you, I still use a transistor radio when do I you? travel. I have one of those Sanjian. Oh, yeah, yeah radios right and so i can pick up because in hotels you can never pick up am radio yeah and i love to learn about the city that i'm in by listening to their local am radio right so i have this little tiny you know you know the size of a transistor radio sure, for those small. who don't know it's, it's about the size of a cell phone a smartphone 
And I keep it in my suitcase. And I use that a lot of times to catch on local news when I'm traveling. Interesting. Now, I don't know if you did this. You were a sports fan. You used to work for the uh, Dodgers or you right. worked for the for paper. I remember as a kid sitting in, you know, the 11th grade in my classroom during the World Series where I had my transistor radio stuck in something. I don't remember what it was. I had the earphone running up my arm so that I could lean on my hand Pretending I was just kind of leaning to the side, but listening to the Dodger World Series out of yeah, my ear. Yeah, Vin, listening to Vin Scully oh, yeah. on a on a phone just doesn't cut it. You need that thinger in your ear, <laughs> and for some reason, it just doesn't sound the same as on a cell phone. It really there's a no, it doesn't. Yeah, there's different they, they actually... sound. So I'm still a big fan, and the the one I mentioned, you can get it from C Crane, C C Crane. Yep. We had him uh-huh. on the show. Yeah, remember? we did. Yeah. And they specifically made a phone that gets strong AM signals. Okay. By the way, Martian, in case you wanted to bid on the great Ziegfeld sequin headdress. Yeah. The the estimate was $400 to $600. Yep. $14,000. Holy mackerel. Do you know, do you remember the Jackie Gleason show? Oh, sure. When I was in high school, I was in Miami Beach, and it was the same city as the Jackie Gleason show. So for our annual senior show... We got to wear the costumes from the June Taylor dancers. Oh, fun. If that means anything to anyone. So I got to wear one of those four foot tie, four foot high feathered headdresses. And believe oh, me, wow. walking is a challenge. With yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's some cool. So, I mean, tell you, cool stuff around. Uh, the next okay, so one. What do next, you got? All right. I got us. How about the, or do we have time? Oh, wait, what you were going to say? Did you, did Wade, did we lose Wade? Anyway, so okay. how about the, so- um, what I have to Sony yeah. Walkman. The Sony Walkman. But you Walkman. know, there's a Sony Walkman app. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, they've created and it. And I have it on, I have a, the Walkman app, which I nearly plotched when it came down on my Sony tablet. I'm going, whoa, I got my Walkman back. Oh, funny. <laughs> but it doesn't play cassettes, which is kind of a bummer. <laughs> it does not play cassettes. And I think <laughs> no. I still have a drawer full of cassettes somewhere along the lines. You gotta clean the house more. <laughs> uh, I know, really. I, you know, somewhere in the garage. I still have my Beatle album, so uh, I haven't gotten rid of I those. I do, but you know, you can buy frames for those. And I have ten albums arranged on a wall in a thin black frame and it looks fabulous wow okay cool people are using them as art now all right uh, half done can't believe it but when we come back we're going to do the buy of the week don't go away we got much more great stuff ahead this is marcia collier here with mark cohen sending you technology on ws radio we're the worldwide leader in internet talk what was that I don't know. <laughs> Hello. 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 You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. 
Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Muffin tops, love handles, spare tires, these lumps and bumps cause your belt to slide in the wrong direction and your little black dress to be too little. No matter how hard you work at losing them, they're immune to diet and exercise. Something other than your belt has got to give. Cool sculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology is more than a ray of hope. It's a loophole in the laws of gravity. Dr. William Heimer of Hillcrest Dermatology uses this revolutionary new technology to target and freeze stubborn fat cells so your body can eliminate them naturally over just a few weeks, with all without surgery or downtime. Most patients of Hillcrest Dermatology see an undeniable reduction of fat after just one cool sculpting treatment. It's FDA cleared, safe, and totally cool. So what are you waiting for? Starting today, reclaim the real you with cool sculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology. Call 619-299-0700 to schedule your consultation and visit us online at drheimer.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. 